Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win in life with the power of your words and i hope you've been having a blessed week a favorable week a prosperous week and i want to let you know that you have been born for a purpose i should say it again you are born again for a purpose and i want to encourage someone out there in podcast land that the lord is with you many people i've been speaking to many people many people have been discouraged and i found myself encouraging people encouraging letting them know that listen this will end well and god is with you and even though sometimes we give our life to the Lord and sometimes we, we're on fire for God and some people just get to this point where sometimes people face these low points and these seasons that they will have to walk through and every one of us will have to walk through a season in our life of uncertainty. God will take us through many valleys. When you look at the life of many great men of God, women of God, they had to go through times and seasons where they experienced the mountain tops, where they also experienced some valleys. Moses experienced a full a year wait before he was even called into the ministry elijah called down fire from heaven killed the prophets of baal and done so much great things but he went into a season of almost you might as well call it depressed what well, it was he called went into a season of depression he said lord take my life i'm no better than my father's and he just went into a season of depression david went through seasons where uh, the Amalekites, I believe First Samuel 30, the Amalekites raided their tents, took their wives and their children and their goods. And on top of that, the people thought about stoning him. So we're all going to go through points and seasons in our life. We're going to like, God, where are you right now? God, where are you? God, I cannot feel you, cannot taste you, touch you. Where are you? And sometimes when we're going through these seasons, God will be testing us. God will test us to see if we trust him. Even when we cannot trace him, I heard a man of God said, are you going to trust him? I'm going to say it again. When you cannot trace him, God is saying, just trust me. Are we still going to trust him in these low seasons in our life? In these seasons where we feel like nothing is happening, we feel forgotten and we feel that God is not there. I want to let you know that God is right there. And it's in these seasons that he is preparing you. When the phone is not ringing, when there's nothing going on and when it seems like life is mundane, God is saying, listen, I've given you the Holy Spirit. I'm expecting you to still do what I've called you to do. If I've called you to preach the gospel, I expect you to keep preaching the gospel can i get a witness somebody if i've called you to evangelize i'll expect you to keep telling people about jesus if i've called you as a prophet i will expect you to prophesy if i've called you to usher if i've called you in the fivefold if i've called you out in not in the five board in governments and if i've called you in areas of helps if i've called you in the workplace god would always cause you to still keep your light shining before men that others may see your good works and glorify the father which is in heaven and i encourage you it's in these seasons that we get deeper in the things of god that we draw closer to him that we stay in his word that we stay in prayer that we do not go away from the presence of God, that we draw near to God. David said, those that go away from you shall perish, but it's good for me to draw closer to the Lord. The Bible says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh unto you. So I want to encourage someone out there that feels they cannot make it, that feels that they're alone, and it feels like God has forgotten them. God has not forgotten you. Amen. The Bible says, he's engraved upon the palm of thy hands. He said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I want to encourage someone out there that feels like nothing is 
happened. Something is happening in these in these seasons and in these times is when we turn down the plate and we say, God, what are you saying? God, what is heaven saying concerning my situation? What direction do you want me to take at this time? This is where we go into worship. I heard a man of God say something so powerful and someone asked him a question. And it was a valid question. And if you don't know already, today we're talking about direction, direction. There are many of God's people searching for direction. And if you're anybody like me, I, I can look in my own life and I can see I'm one of those people that are afraid of taking the wrong step. But sometimes we cannot get too taken up with taking the wrong step because we are led by the spirit of god the bible says we'll hear a voice behind us saying this is the way walking in it when we turn to the left when we turn to the right so we've got to be more concerned about not taking any steps amen because if we're not taking any steps and we're not doing anything and we've got to get to this point where we have to step by faith. Abraham stepped and he didn't even know where he was going. And some of us may be at this point in season in our life where we do not know where we are going. But we know that God is leading us somewhere. We know that there's a shift. There's a change. Amen. There's a change in the season. Amen. God is taking on a new direction. There's a new mandate for your life. And you know that heaven is saying, I have something new for you. And we know we hear this. And sometimes we hear a word so much that it almost now becomes it doesn't quicken us anymore but there are times and seasons where God will give us a rhema word where he says behold I will do a new thing and God is saying this is a new thing that I'm about to do but for you to receive the new thing and walk into the new thing you've got to get rid of the old mindset I'm going to say that again for God to do a new thing in anybody's life you have to get rid of the old mindset God was willing to take the children of Israel from a life of slavery into a life of promise into a land full of milk and honey and he was looking to do that within days not months not years but in days of them coming out of slavery god was willing to take them from one area of lack and one area of slavery and bondage into an area of total freedom and liberty amen and into the good life that god had promised them but the bible says that they took out 40 took out 10 men 12 men sorry to go and spy out the land and the bible says that they spied out the land for 40 days and 40 nights and on returning that land they returned numbers 13 they returned with grapes so big they had to carry it on the pole between two pomegranates and figs and all the good things of the land and this is what gets me about this story they said truly the lord was right in regards to the land it is a land that surely flows with milk and honey so if god is right about one area surely god will be right about every area but the bible says but but forget the buts the bible says god says i'm bringing you to a land flowing of milk and honey and he said but there are giants in the land and then the Canaanites in one part, the Hivites in another part and then the, the men whose stature is great and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. God did not tell you to think about how you feel or tell you about what's in the land. God had just taken you from the greatest nation, amen, with miracles, signs and wonders, amen. He took you out, all these plagues and at the end of the last plague, he killed the firstborn and when they tried to pursue you and change their mind, the Bible says he opened the Red Sea and crashed them down on their enemies. If that isn't miracles, if that isn't one reason of persuasion to believe God for anything else that he's going to do in your life, I don't know what is. And the Bible says that they murmured and complained because of the report of 10 men. 10 men change the destiny and the future of a whole nation so we've got to be careful about who we believe and who we are listening to when we're about to get divine direction the bible says out of millions of people 
Two to three million of people, the Bible says only two from that generation saw the promise of God. And that is scary for me. I don't know about anyone else, but for me, that is pretty scary. Out of a nation that came out of slavery, that God had a promise of a good life, only two, Joshua and Caleb, saw the promise of God. And those are the two men that believed God. Everybody else died in the wilderness. So be careful about what we believe. God is looking to direct these people, but they had some people that were giving them wrong information, wrong revelation that ultimately led to the wrong decision and the wrong direction in their life. And there are many people looking for direction. They're looking for direction and say, God, what are you saying to me in this season? What do you have for me? What is your direction for my life? And I want to let you know, I want you to believe the positive. God did not bring you this far to leave you. God did not bring you this far to leave you the way that you are. And whatever God starts, he always finishes. So it's up to us to have faith in God. And as I said at the beginning, some people may be going through a season where you believe that God is quiet and you believe he's not speaking as much. And I want to let you know, sometimes you're in an exam. And as, as I was going on to say, there was a man of God and someone asked him a question said, what do you do in the seasons when God is quiet? And he took him to the, um, the situation where Jesus in the book of Luke where the Syrophoenician woman came to him and her daughter was sick, grievously sick, grievously tormented with a devil. And some of you may be tormented in some ways or in other situations, maybe tormenting you. Your money's funny. Um, work is a joke. Your business isn't the way it's supposed to be. Your ministry is not what you want it to be and not what God has showed you. And some of you are going through seasons of torment almost where you're like, God, what is going on? And the Bible says she cried unto the Lord. And the disciples got to a point where they said, God, Master, run, run away. She, she cried after us. Firstly, she wasn't crying after you. She was crying after Jesus. Amen. And it says, run after. And the Bible says, Jesus answered her not a word. Take this in. Jesus answered her not a word. She's crying unto him. She's saying, listen, my daughter is grievously tormented of a devil. And, and the Bible says, Jesus answered her not a word but that didn't stop her so i want to let you know in god's silence in these seasons keep crying out to the lord keep keep going after god keep going after the things of god do not let anybody dim your fire I'm going to say it again, stay on fire for God. I see so many Christians getting lukewarm and getting happy and complacent with where they are instead of going after the deep things of God. Stay on fire for God. Say, God, I'm coming after you. Regardless of what it looks like, I'm coming after God. I'm not going to stop coming after the Lord. I'm going to go after him with all my heart, with all my mind, and with all my soul. And the Bible says that she kept crying after him to the disciples said, no, send her away. But when Jesus did speak, he said, listen, it is not meat to give thy bread to the dogs so the moment she's this jesus has been quiet to this lady and the moment he does speak he offends her so sometimes we're going along in church and we're going on in ministry we're going on in this christian life and things ain't going the way that we we want it to go and then on top of that we get offense we we go in situations where people offend us situations offend us we go into situations where we've been hurt we've been wounded and i want to speak to leaders for one minute there are many leaders carrying around a wounded spirit amen you're, you're wounded and and if you if you are that person you cannot minister from a place of hurt 
and a place of being wounded or a place of offense because whatever is in you is going to come out of you so you got to be careful amen to get rid of those wounds and those hurts amen say god heal me ask god to come and into your heart and heal whatever area of your life that was broken or where you offended or where there's unforgiveness or the situations where you've done good to people because i'm a leader myself and I, I to be honest with you i tell everyone I don't care if you're a pastor, a prophet, but everyone is a leader. If you're a mother, you're a leader. If you're a father, you're a leader. Amen. If you're a teenager, if you're a Christian, you are a leader. Amen. You have influence. But many pastors and, and apostles and leaders, they, they get themselves in situations. We, we, I say we, we get ourselves in situations where we do so much good to people and people may forget it or leave or walk out of our life. And, and so many people, because their hearts are very precious or tender, that we get easily offended by the good that we do. But I say to God, the reason how you can get over that or through that particular hurt. The Bible says, do everything, Colossians, do everything as unto the Lord. Because of the Lord that you receive the reward of inheritance because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So whatever I do, I do as unto the Lord. I'm not looking for man to pay me back. Do not look for man to pay you back. Amen. Because you'll be waiting a long time. Do everything, as Jesus said, do everything as unto the Lord. Amen. Because of the Lord that you're going to receive the reward of inheritance. So you've got to be careful that you're not ministering from a place of hurt, a place of unforgiveness or a place of offense amen because those things will affect you and then affect those that are sitting under you amen so always make sure your heart is pure so going back to the Syrophoenician woman the bible says that when he did speak he offended her and at that point in your christian walk at that point i want to talk to those who um who love the lord or those whom you may not be fully fledged with the lord or you may love the lord or you say you're coming or those are christians and those are, i'm speaking to everybody but it's at that point where you may be seeking the lord and instead of finding god you you find offense and it's at that point where she can make a decision to say, you know what, I thought you was the son of God. Oh, forget this, I'm leaving. Or it's at that point where you say, well, I thought this is what I was looking for. Well, obviously this is not. And it's at that point in your life that you can either make a decision to go away and say, I've been hurt, I've been offended, this man of God offended me. Or it's at that point you can say, no, I remember what it is that I'm after. This woman, regardless of the offense, she remembered what it is that she was after she was after healing for a daughter Santa. she didn't let the offense stop her from getting what she was going for she said I, I regardless of the offense and regardless you can call me a dog you can call me what you want but i know what i'm here for i know why i'm here and there'll be times in our life and our walk of the lord that people will offend us and they'll offend us to a point where we may want to walk away but god is saying you stay you stay put Proverbs or uh, Ecclesiastic says, if the spirit of the ruler rise up against you, stay in your place. Because great yield and pacify many of offenses. So God will say, stay right there. God will say, listen, walk through it. Because I'm teaching you something in the offense. I'm teaching you something in the I'm teaching you something in the wounds that you receive. I am teaching you something in every experience, in everything that we go through. Say, God, what are you teaching me? This is good teaching. In everything that we go through in our walk of the Lord, say, God, what are you teaching me? What are you saying to me right now? How, how can I learn? What, what, what teachings or what do you want me to apply to my life that will make me better and not bitter? I'm going to say that again. What is it that you're trying to teach me that will make me better, not bitter? And the Bible says that this woman said, of a truth, God, of a truth. You don't give your, your, your bread to dogs. You don't give it. But she said, even the, even the dogs, the, the crumbs from the table amen there's even the crumbs from the table the dogs will eat so this lady is saying listen i'll take what you give me 
But I'm going back to the silence that she had to endure before she got the answer. And one version says, I'm sorry, let me backtrack. One version said, even though he stayed silent, the Bible says, and she worshipped. Amen. So what do you do when you're silent? You worship. Amen. The Bible says that she worshipped. Before he even spoke to her, before he even offended her, she worshipped. There's a verse, I think it's Luke's version, where it says that the lady came and she worshipped. When you cannot hear from heaven, when God is silent, when it seems like you're in a test, learn to worship. Worship makes his presence more tangible. Worship makes his voice more listenable. What you can hear from heaven as you worship, amen, the Holy Spirit will speak. They, she worshipped. Even though he wasn't speaking to her, even though he was silenced, she worshipped. Learn to worship when God is silent. When you don't know which way to turn, learn to worship. The Bible says that Jesus spoke after she worshipped. Even though she got offended, but she still stayed on track. She still said, regardless of the, the offense, I will worship and I will trust God. So even when it looks sticky, even when situations are hard, are you still going to trust God? God will say, trust me in your situations. The Bible says that in the time of Acts chapter 13, the Bible says they were in church they were together amen certain teachers and prophets and the bible said as they ministered to the lord and fasted the holy spirit spake listen you want to hear his voice get into worship if you've read good morning holy spirit amen you know that benny hen amen used to spend hours in his room just worshiping the lord just falling out in worship amen so worship the word of knowledge will come as you worship so i want to encourage someone you're saying god i cannot feel you cannot hear you and i don't know where you are i cannot trace you but i trust you learn to worship him so guy that was just the introduction wow 17 minutes for the introduction <laughs> but many people at this point in their life when they're like god what are you saying to me what direction is it that you want me to take right now and some of you are saying god i'm on fire for god and i'm in a job and they're saying god i want ministry god i know you've called me to ministry is this the time and many of you are saying to god god which way do i turn and how do i do what you've called me to do how do i walk in the call amen many of asking questions and saying god how do i walk in the call how do i how do i bring to pass that which i know that you've promised me and many of you are, are, are at a crossroad in your life and if you ever get into that point, you're at a crossroad in your life. Jesus told him and the devil, when he came to tempt him, he said, when he came to tempt him, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He was quoting from Deuteronomy. Amen. And this is the time where you turn down your plate and you say, God, I need to hear from heaven. I need to hear what you are saying. And you get into the word of God. Amen. You ask God for direction. You ask God to lead you. Psalms 32, 8 says, I will instruct thee and guide thee in the way that thou shalt go. I will guide thee with thine eye. Amen. The Psalms also says the steps, the Proverbs also says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and it delighteth in his way. I believe the Psalms, sorry. Amen. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down. Amen. God wants to order our steps and we have to have that resolute in us that our steps are being ordered. We're being led by the Spirit of God. God is directing us and God's plan for our life must come to pass. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you 
you an expected end. So I want to let you know there's an expected end for you. But many of you are crossroads and say, God, where do I go now? Amen. And going to Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. This was just pondering over my spirit for some time. And I was just going over this in my spirit. I was just saying, God, what are you saying to me? Jeremiah 6, 16. It says, thus saith the Lord. So the Lord is speaking. He said, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the way. So Jeremiah is trying to speak to the children of Judah. He's trying to speak to them, amen. He's trying to encourage them, amen. Return back to the Lord, amen. Try and come back to the Lord because disaster is coming, amen. So we've got to take the old. We can take the old and bring it into the new. So God will speak to us saying, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways, amen. Or the crossroads. He's saying, stand, amen. As you stand at the crossroads, some versions say, stand in the crossroad and see amen so he's saying look amen look of expectation see and ask for the old paths amen or the ancient paths the ancient ways thank you for tuning to the power of words the winner's mentality please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review check out our website kevintreasure.com follow us on instagram and facebook you are born to win